Hello, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Dangi Cinerama with your hosts Rags and Jerry. So, Rags, how are you? How have you been? Been a long time. I mean, a very long time. Yes. Hey, Jerry. What's up? It's been uh, yeah. It's it's been over a month, right? Since we uh, did a podcast about a film. It's been more than a month. It's been more than a month. Oh man, we're not even we're not getting any time to make any podcast. The one thing that we both love is films, and we're not getting time to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But this is exciting. This is possibly this is the fourth podcast, right? This is the fourth film that we are talking about. I think I think this is the fourth film which we are talking about. Fourth yeah. film that we're talking about. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. And w- what are we talking about? So uh as we discussed last time we are going to be talking about uh this Japanese language film it is called In the Realm of the Senses by Nagisa Oshima In the Realm of the Senses Yes is this the true translation of the film's title or you would have done your research right I don't know what it's called in the Japanese language uh I don't even okay, know how to but, pronounce it. So so when when the film was released uh because I happened to see this film on uh, I luckily happened to see it on Mubi but right now it's not there. I believe it's not there right now. So uh it was it was actually under the French name this film. So this was oh. actually French yeah so this was actually a French production. French cool. and Japanese production. Oh cool cool. Yeah so uh so the original title was basically Le Empire des Sens uh, which literally translates in the realm of the senses. All right, all right. But but in in the Japanese version uh it uh it, it's actually called as I mean I'm I'm just translating the uh, the English version of the Japanese title. It's mm-hmm. Bullfight of Love. Bullfight of Love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, possible that that's possibly an apt title. a uh, better title than in the realm of the senses in the realm of senses is uh, is a very poetic title i think in the in the uh, I, i think they probably took the inspiration from proust marcel proust uh, he there, there's a very famous book uh, or set of books that he has written um yeah i will not deviate anywhere else but then i think there is this poetic sense uh, to this title in the realm of the senses um but does it justify jerry so there is this japanese film in the realm of senses that we're going to talk about but let's start yeah. with this title um does the title justify the film what is there in the film what do you think um, if you ask me i think in certain ways it does uh mm-hmm. maybe those who watch it uh it it's it actually takes you to a heightened sense of uh, uh elevation i would believe it takes you to a different level really really yes. <laughs> you you really think so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i think i think anyone who's watched this film or anyone who'll probably watch this film if you remember what jerry says it will yeah. take you to elevated senses <laughs> he, he Jerry is just remembering all everything that he's seen about the film and all the, the senses I don't would you call it the assault on senses or the shock Yeah you I you I can think... actually say you can more or less say an assault on the senses 
assault on possibly the sensibilities you know coming from a south indian background and uh, you know the, the our upbringing and the culture that we have grown up in and we live in and the kind of films that we have been exposed to i think in the realm of the senses is definitely a a big shock uh, we we did discuss uh, man bites dog so i think yeah. uh, we are we are probably going into no no i think we've discussed the uh, mainstream cinema as well as um, films on the edge right i think in the realm of the senses is definitely on the edge if not on the other side man by yes, dog definitely was on the other side but i think this is right on the edge some yeah. people do call it uh, a pornographic art film so yes i think yes. it's it's walking that in you know, a fine line between what's art and what's pornography yes uh um, so i think before we uh divulge further i think we should uh, uh i think we should provide a basic plot about what this story is about to the viewers who are listening we should we should so so we'll we'll um, do the same thing that we did for the last three films that we talked about uh yeah. if you were to uh speak about the entire film or summarize the film in one sentence how would you do it Hmm. Um I mean to me it it, it okay uh, <laughs> I I know it's very difficult to discuss about uh, this film but to me uh, it, it you know when I initially started watching the film mm-hmm. uh, I actually was uh, kind of disgusted by the, <laughs> the film not surprising <laughs> I was initially disgusted by the film but as the the you know the movie went on i uh, i i mean i didn't exactly appreciate it but i could kind of understand as to why uh, it was going into that pace and uh, uh, i could basically understand what exactly they were trying to say and i could be empathetic to the you know to the characters mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. who were actually acting in the film or like the characters of the story i could you know people who would watch it for the first time i'm definitely sure they will be disgusted by seeing what is actually happening on screen they're like why am i paying money to watch this crap <laughs> because for me the first 10 minutes itself i was like what am i even watching in the first place i i actually felt like switching it off but then i was like you know what let's let's see how bad this thing goes further <laughs> so brave <laughs> of you jerry but it kept brave getting, man <laughs> but but it kept but it kept getting worse and worse <laughs> <laughs> right so um but then you, you did not summarize it in one sentence would you would you okay, like to I, I, would, I would say i would say okay i would yeah. summarize that it is a it's it's a love story between uh, a man and a woman uh, set during the uh, come on <laughs> that that is how far i would actually explain <laughs> i can just say it is a love story between man and a woman set in uh, the 1930s uh, you know uh, militaristic uh, japan and All exactly right. where let's say where exactly i would say yeah in tokyo probably in tokyo all right all right that is where i would go i would <laughs> i would not go further i can't all right so certain, if if certain... i were to if i were to summarize it uh, i would say the film retrace retrates the point that falling in love with an nymphomaniac will kill you 
<laughs> that's how i would summarize film <laughs> true true <laughs> right yeah, i think right. every every bit of that sentence is correct Falling exactly in you, love you hit, with a nymphomaniac will kill you 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 hit the spot actually you yes. hit the spot come Please. on with spot <laughs> <laughs> uh i i i mean there were certain moments uh, you know when i was watching through the film i actually felt like puking actually uh, really yeah. okay uh-huh. i i've been I, i still remember i was watching it I'm, and i'm making those you know those uh, uh, those pukish sounds you know like like that right fuck man i didn't know yeah. you were so sensitive oh really should should i talk about the 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 the, the pubic hair scene <laughs> you do you didn't feel like puking so so if you're talking about see um that that's that's where i mean I, that that's where we um i i think uh, i'm more immune to these things mm-hmm. right uh, and i started watching i did not know i i i always knew that this film is controversial this film depicts sex in uh, ways that other films did not dare to i've heard mm-hmm. that this film has you know unsimulated sex scenes right yeah. a lot of mainstream films do not dare to go there they do not put their main characters uh, you know they don't want their main characters to perform the acts they always have a double to do that so when when i uh, started watching it i i had these uh, the back of my mind that hey you you can expect that there will be the main characters will uh, perform unsimulated sex scenes in it uh, and there could be certain scenes that might shock you right but then probably i i've reached the age where nothing shocks me so much man bites dog second time yes i felt a little bit uh, disgusted uh, certainly shocked but this one i just watched the entire film in one sitting uh, oh really yeah so i i watched oh this film God. in one sitting right i i will i would clap to you and i would say bow my like my, myself to you because I I I had actually seen this in five settings. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> I I one. heard you say so. I thought uh, it'll also take me so much time. But then no, I thought uh, hey, this is a film and the director is trying to say something and trying to be controversial in some of these scenes. Um so I think if you remember the credits, uh, the way the opening credits fall uh mm-hmm. you have the japanese uh, uh probably up, the room is papered and then you can see on the other side that the leaves are that the branches are swaying right so yeah. that yeah. that certainly provides some texture and a lot of people will probably show sex scenes in shadows or silhouettes correct but then this director probably showed everything um and he tried to be shocking right that's why that's where your introductory sentence is where you said it shocks you uh, it's mm-hmm. certainly true the director tried to shock us but then in 2021 do you think we can get shocked uh no i don't think so you can get shocked in 2021 but of course since this this film came out in 1976 yes okay for that for that timeline mm. yes it it is definitely shocking maybe 1976 yes again so so um, maybe the back story how japan was back then maybe um, you know we've heard, definitely heard of uh, the porn 
that comes out of japan right which is definitely shocking different yeah. from the hollywood made porn right mm-hmm. so that's there but then yeah. having watched of course we've got to admit that we do watch porn or we have uh, when we were growing up and i don't think yeah. any of this is shocking if you if you start watching it as hey i have seen this what mm-hmm. else can be different right mm-hmm. it, it's just that you start investing in these characters and when these star- characters start behaving this way you might feel a sense of hey this is yucky or this is bad but then i thought i saw it or everything before and there's that nothing new for me in it right so i don't think this film has aged well for me um 1976 maybe it was a novel thing no one would have seen it before but 2021 trust me anyone uh who's probably listening to our podcast uh, kind of the fil- kind of films yeah, that we are talking about must have seen all of this before but uh, but but not not in a mainstream uh, but not in a mainstream film i would say but yeah you've got to make that mental distinction right here i am watching a mainstream film where this director has won um palm dior right i think he won palm the best palm dior but not but, but not, not for this, for this film. film not for yeah. this film possibly a later film right it was uh, another uh, it was another film of his uh, i think it was called uh, i keep forgetting the name again something Anyways. poetic perhaps yeah something very poetic <laughs> it, i think it, it it came out maybe 2 years after this film all right yeah so um, i po- definitely get it that in 1970s this film was shocking and uh, the art film lovers um, were given a treat possibly right yeah yeah but 2021 and, and the, the, the funny think. thing is this this film is actually banned in uh, uh, it's still banned in japan is it still banned in japan i after, guess it's banned in japan after this because, guy we've got so many the, other people the, i i immediately reason, remember yeah go ahead the reason the reason being that uh, it seems like in japan there is a a, a law that you cannot uh, uh, showcase uh, you know uh, sex acts acha like they basically they cannot showcase a penetration mm-hmm. on film so probably maybe those scenes might be uh, you know might be edited or you know that's why probably the this understandable this- understandable no one at least uh, the official um agency that allows or that censors films would not allow this that's understandable but then yeah. if you can get your hands on this film on movie right yeah. I'm, i'm sure this is a very accessible film and maybe movie in does fact, not have any fact, other film in its list perhaps that's also quite possible in, in fact this was very much available on amazon prime but really uh, not in india definitely no it was available but now it's not was there it? they removed was it. it that's quite surprising i'm 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 sure anyone who's uh, accidentally stumbled upon this film thinking hey it's a japanese film nagisa oshima someone in the same era as akira kurosawa some thriller or some you know beautiful film would have been definitely shocked out of his or her wits yeah yeah uh, keeping the shocking part aside the controversy aside right now we discussed that this film is depicting unsimulated sex that will shock a lot of audience um, yeah. having covered that part let's let's come to the story um, what do you think about the story 
okay like like i said in the in the very beginning it's basically a love a, a love story between a man, between a man and a woman mm-hmm. here the the woman is actually played by aiko matsuda uh, who plays a character of uh, sada abe mm-hmm. and uh, the male is uh, done by mr tatsuya fuji uh, who plays a character of kichizo ishida or very uh, kichisaki or kichisa correct kichisa kichisa so uh, eventually uh, i mean they start their uh, relationship uh, on the basis of uh, on the basis of sex but eventually it leads down to having uh, a love relationship between the two of them uh, it comes to a point where uh, here the, the the thing is that uh, kichisa who is played by tatsuya fuji he's already a married man mm-hmm. and uh, it eventually goes to such a to such a position that uh tada abe uh the character the the the, the character of the female mm-hmm. uh, she basically uh, becomes so possessive about uh, kichisa mm-hmm. uh, she eventually threatens him that you know if you have uh, make love to any other woman mm. or, or even his own wife you know she's going to kill him that is mm. what she eventually says mm mm-hmm. so so and the relationship kind of uh, literally goes to it to a different height altogether it eventually it eventually goes to such a point that uh, that kichisan eventually realizes that uh, that he's not going to get anything beyond this or you know if if he's going to get true love with probably out of sada abe and hmm. so that is where it all leads to and he finally realizes that and he knows that there is no other person to substitute this love which he is get, getting from sada abe hmm interesting so, you, you felt uh, that uh, you felt that way uh, my take on this is uh, you know nymphomaniacs are definitely um, a rare you know rare set all right so anyone anyone who's obsessed with sex all right it could be a man or a woman um, it's not it's not very common i would not say they are different um, i i i would say uh, i would like to differ here here the thing was okay yes though uh, uh, though sada abe was uh, like or, okay was because she is actually a real character actually uh, mm. sada though she was a nymphomaniac uh, she really did love uh, the character of kichisan she did really love him and uh, it's probably that love which triggered her to give her you know her feelings and her uh, body and mind and soul to that character so that kind of well went on you know it it kind of derailed in the end is what i <laughs> I mean of course this podcast we don't hold back any spoilers we definitely tell the even if it's a thrilling climax to, no no i i i would say that we we don't have to we don't have to give any spoilers anyone who watched any of hitchcock's films would have realized or at least you know has understood hitchcock films there is this famous saying where he says if you're showing a gun um is it hitchcock or is it someone else i don't remember i, th- I thought it was hitchcock if you're showing a gun you've got to use the gun right okay okay or, or maybe it's 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 a very famous writer 
who mentioned that if you are going to use a gun or a knife in the plot you've got to use that now okay in the first probably the first 15 20 minutes itself you've got sada abe uh you know playing with a knife and anyone who's watched few films would know that this lady is going to use this knife <laughs> and it's so it's not a surprise in the end when she uses the knife yeah so by yeah. now the viewers viewers have clearly understood what exactly rax is actually talking about that's what i began with if you fall yeah. in love with an infomaniac it will yeah. kill you so <laughs> uh, as i said every word you know is definitely self explanatory someone will die and you know who dies so and this uh, kichisan um yeah. as i said uh, nymphomaniacs are definitely an, someone that attract nymphomaniacs or whoever loves sex or obsessed with sex the the other gender whoever falls in love with them um possibly in the very beginning it's great and wonderful but it may not end well is what this director is trying to say right and i i um, again so is there any other film like this uh, while i was watching the film i thought to myself is there anything else that i seen that i've seen like this immediately what came to my mind was lars von trier nymphomaniac right <laughs> and i thought that was a much much better film where you had layers because there's an nymphomaniac and she's insatiable like sada abe right mm-hmm. And I have not seen I'm not seen Nymphomaniac. Fine. And and I think in this film also Kichisan in one of the scenes tells her that you are insatiable, right? And so this uh, this quality of never being satisfied with what they have will propel them to do something. Of course, yeah. maybe she feels that she's in love with Kichisan because he's one of the very few people who is giving it back to her who who does not judge her perhaps at least yeah. in this film we as we see that kichisan never judges her he always thinks it's amusing that there is this person who is over sensitive yeah. to sex or who who likes it so much and he he never admonishes her right yeah. yeah so possibly that's what made her feel that she's in love with this man and that made her be obsessive about him and jealous and thus resulted in the climax or the end but but maybe there is a lesson in this to everyone that do not fall in love with someone who is overly obsessive with or obsessed with sex it could be uh, of uh, any gender and uh, i i actually wanted to ask you something uh, yeah. when you were watching this film mm-hmm. did you feel like you know this you know the in the pace uh, rather than the pace i would say the uh, cinematography if you see mm-hmm. in the whole film mm-hmm. uh, i actually noticed that i i could not make the difference between night and day in the whole during the whole structure of the whole film it was probably in the end i kind of realized that when night or day or evening was coming into the picture but throughout the film i could not understand on which day the so and so action was actually taking place because it was just happening true. in the floor true yeah even i had a lot of difficulty um in the the first 20 minutes um i i have notes in front of me where i i was writing these questions uh, where exactly is this happening is it happening in a brothel uh, i thought initially kichisam was the pimp or the head of a brothel where there were so many women because i did not see 
you don't see any other man there is the only you, man you, you you can't say it's a brothel it's a geish exactly exactly so geish is then, different from brothels correct correct then i started realizing that hey his wife is also there in it right so it yeah. can't be a brothel it's possibly some establishment that he's running where there are these people who are working and yeah. since he's the master of it he is possibly allowed to do whatever he wants to and 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 them probably the majority of the film is shot in these locations or inside locations so we don't know if it's night or day and yeah. i think the director is aiming for that that you know what the the love between uh, kichisan and sada abe um, is 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 there's so much that uh, you forget what what time it is it's only other people when they come and say that hey let me clean the room it's been so many days um, correct right that's when we realize that hey so maybe so much time has passed and they're still there uh, clinging to each other or holding each other so maybe the director is aiming to uh, give that effect that it's a it's timeless they they forget time when they're together correct correct and, and that's why you know even when when i was watching through the whole thing i was like wondering man this guy i mean the, the character of kijisa mm-hmm. i mean he's got so much capacity <laughs> i was like how does this guy hold that is when i understand when like when you mentioned the different characters come in between to mm. clean the room and all right mm-hmm. they're saying good morning or good evening that's when i understand oh okay they have taken a break in between you know between their acts so it's not that they're doing it continuously they have taken their necessary breaks you know when when whenever they've been doing the act i'm like oh okay fine but i was quite surprised my god this guy has like he's got so much juice i was like wow true i think that that's the reason why this love blossomed yeah and and the best part was like um, I, i was like okay at least i would say um you know in some sort of a way at least the character of sada abe was a little bit faithful only to him but whereas kichisam was he just didn't mind doing it with anyone like you know he would do with anyone who whomever you know who whomever would come across that is what i felt watching True. maybe the um, the director is also trying to depict the patriarchy um and how the master gets to do anything that he wants to which is why sadabe she she keeps reminding him i don't want you to do it with anyone else because yeah. in her head like men are like this right yeah 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 true it, the, the film yeah um i think only after the first half did i realize that hey the director is trying to include certain other cultural nuances or uh, certain subtleties that depict the era in which this 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 entire story is set in uh, until then i probably did not even notice them uh, there were certain indications of um, uh, technology coming into coming into uh, coming in that era where there, there's a scene where one of the characters says hey you got a phone call correct you remember that scene yes Yes, 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 yes. And yeah. Th- that's when you realize, hey, so this is possibly set in that era. And then there is one scene where uh, Kichisan walks out of um, an inn, drunk, and the Japanese soldiers are marching past. 
that tells you that hey this is an era where japan was militarizing as you mentioned um, yeah. militaristic expansion right so japan's Correct. ambitions as well so it is yes. that era and in his face you see you see a sense of guilt maybe that was one moment that i really liked in the entire film right so so yeah. when and, he's and, walking and- when he especially when he's walking past those soldiers right, right. he it's like he understand that he doesn't want to go into war in the first place i felt that you know he was feeling the guilt of like uh i don't want to get into this war i'm quite happy with what i have and probably i i think he would he would i, I believe he would eventually realize that probably someday even he also might have to join the war effort I actually future. I actually felt differently. I thought he displayed a sense of guilt that okay. when everything around me is changing, what am I doing? I am possibly stuck somewhere. And this is what sort of propels us to the conclusion where you know until then he's full of life, he's uh, jumping and he's uh he's possibly behaving as if he's the master of things and after the scene you realize that he's is just given up and that's when you have yeah. this uh the climax scene where he's like okay now you it, do it, what it, you want to do i i believe i i believe i guess you're right there because even uh before the scenes commence also mm-hmm. he actually uh, lets uh, let sada be to do whatever she wants because right. she he's given her full control like you can do Correct. whatever you want right and in the beginning part of the film you see that he's in control he's Correct. dictating terms he's yeah. telling her what to do and as we progress into the film um Yeah there are certain scenes where Sada Abe is also trying to get out of the relationship she also knows that we are heading somewhere uh, heading a dangerous path so she when she's yeah. talking to that uh, school headmaster uh, she tells that, him can we go away for a month that's that's her, that's her actual husband how do you that's her actual husband in real, the characters or the, the actors the, char- the character the character how do you that know? The, yeah she says that's her husband she was married to a headmaster no she is a she's a she is she's also a married person no 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 i think you mistook that because the headmaster says i can't be seen with you going somewhere if he is married to her why would he feel that way so okay. she's just giving him sexual pleasure and the headmaster okay. has possibly come to a different city to do what he wants to do because he can't do that in the society that he lives in he's a very respectable gentleman right understood yeah yeah, yeah. so so and then this lady she says that i am the one who's earning all the money and you're spending it so she's yeah. getting money out of doing that thing so she's possibly a prostitute uh, yeah. and she's possibly gotten there because she's got to feed this relationship yeah. Yeah. and i think both characters feel that they are getting sucked into something dangerous so they want to stay away from it but they can't uh, like magnets they come and then you've got the climax yeah yeah true so um did i like the film um uh, no nothing shocked me i was not shocked uh, was it very artistic in the way it depicted a lot of these scenes um just just a few scenes but then no not not uh, the whole film 
so there also it did not work for me what was uh, your take on the music on the music of the the musical score of the film i only remember the parts where uh, they were singing uh, okay. the, the characters were humming or singing yeah. but uh, and and i remember i think the opening credits where yes. uh, I, yeah i have written down notes where it's flutes well, correct right right it's the flute i remember that part uh, but i don't remember the music in any other part of the film yeah Was so there... in many parts many many parts of the film actually they actually use a flute uh-huh if you notice the i mean if if you actually see it or like when you hear the film. Mm-hmm. yeah so most of the intimate moments in the scene or where the where the love is actually blossoming between the two of them mm-hmm. uh, the, the 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 music of the flute actually comes there yeah i i noticed in the first uh, few bits but then after that i think Uh, it became an integral part of the film so just went along with it okay hmm. so uh, your so that was your final take actually on uh, yeah uh, so um it was very predictable right so i i did not i did not feel that the it was an explosive end i did not know that this was a true story only after i watched the film did i read about it and then got to know that it actually happened so based yeah. on uh, because the climax says that sada abe was uh, arrested for committing this crime so i then i got the interest to read about it uh, i did not know it was a true story so but then the film was very predictable um what else cinematography were the were the dialogues uh philosophical or were they did they open up anything for me no. there were few there were few but then no nothing very very nothing, memorable no, nothing 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 so philosophical i think the only thing which i liked probably was probably the cinematography of the film mhm mhm cinematography was actually too good the costumes and the cinematography was pretty good actually in the film hey and, ja- japanese costumes are always so beautiful and no the the, the lighting was they did for uh-huh. the specific scenes mhm mhm it was actually perfect like you know for those specific uh, each and every scene mm-hmm. so it, it kind of it actually did go well with with each and every scene mhm so if you see uh, many of the scenes let's say uh, when there are scenes of uh, uh, sada's character with other Uh, with the with the, with other men mm-hmm. it's more of a very uh, a grim setting or you know uh, it's a very dark setting but when it is with the with kichisan's character mm-hmm. it's more colorful as you see true yeah that that's possibly there yeah so uh, that was uh, pretty much actually about uh, in the realm of the senses by Uh, Nagisa Ushima would you would you recommend this film to our audience I mean I would say if you are interested to watch uh, you know after hearing us, I mean after hearing us say what we had to tell about the film I mean I would say yeah you can watch it once once but it's not worth watching it like multiple times but you can watch it once I would say skip it and watch Lars von Trier's Nymphomaniac volume 1 and volume 2 <laughs> Okay. 
something else. uh this is direct there is there is no symbolism in in the realm of the senses yeah the, the that's why i said my first question was does the title justify the content of the film i thought the title is too poetic um you could have just said the title bullfight of love yeah bullfight of love was a very appropriate title after hearing you say that i thought yes exactly because uh, just the bullfight the two bulls senseless mindless just fucking around and then that's why the film ends and <laughs> <laughs> there's so many films that came to my head which depicted uh, love making scenes in such a manner that uh, i could actually feel it as in it it was in the realm of the senses um there's this film called 9 and 1/2 weeks right or and oh, this film yeah. called 9 days yeah right yeah. so these films also depict maybe 9 and 1/2 weeks is a different film does does not depict uh, unsimulated sex scenes but then i think yeah. there is a film called 9 songs uh, it's an independent film i've I, seen that i've seen i've seen 9 songs right it's an independent yeah. film where it's an event the two characters they just meet they go uh, eat somewhere they go watch live music shows and then come to it's, come it's home it's completely music shows right it's music shows right so it's why nine songs in between they are fucking and there are unsimulated sex scenes there also and i thought that was that was more enjoyable than this film so so and many that was films, more re- it looked more realistic more also. realistic man very very realistic yeah there also you, it could have been a certain yucky scenes there if if you uh, see anything like this for the very first time but then yeah as i said this film did not work for me i would say a much better films uh, that you can watch um, this is just an elitist taste in the realm of senses is just an elitist film trying to be shocking and controversial it they did not work for me at all <laughs> okay mm. so uh, so rag so which one which movie next Hey you 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 tell me I think uh, whatever you suggest uh, seems to be working out uh, go ahead tell me I was uh, thinking about uh, this 1995 uh, French film called La Haine La Haine yes. yes I've had this film in my hard disk for a long time uh, yeah I'm says so many films in my hard disk that uh, I just reserved for my retirement that once I would <laughs> once I retire I'd probably watch all these films but then this is a great way to go back to those films watch them and talk about them yeah. yes <laughs> lahain it is then so lahain it is so until next time uh, we bid you goodbye bye guys